It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Jason Bryan from the Shortime Wrestling Podcast and founder of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and operated, and those opinions presented and expressed may not reflect others, the sponsors, patrons, or the parent network. Find more shows about the greatest sport in the world at the Matt Talk Podcast Network at matttalkonline.com. The mind of Pat Papalizio is a wondrous thing. And for you Pack Wrestling fans, you'll get to go inside the mind of the skip each and every episode here on the Pack Mentality Pop-Ins Podcast. Now, here's your host, NC State Director of Athletics Digital Communications, Ryan Reinhardt. NC State Wrestling fans, welcome to a brand new episode of the Pack Mentality Poppins Podcast, episode number 86. We've been a little incognito lately, but rolling back with some duels. It was a very hectic time here with some home duels, but we're in studio. Head coach Pat Pablizio, thanks for joining us on your podcast today. Brian, great to see you. Uh, I got to be honest, I, I'm liking this new look of you right now with this vest that you got going. I think the people need to know you're a vest guy now, so... We're going to start this podcast. I do oh. have the uh, puffy jacket vest on, but Raleigh is that Nor- because the weather is yeah. in between? Oh, kind of the weather is freezing today, but freezing. Wow, really? Free- yeah, I scraped ice off my car at five a.m. Uh, this morning. Freezing. I didn't know fifties freezing. Nah. When I came to work at six a.m., it was still cold. Um, Raleigh, North Carolina, though you talk about, it's going up to like seventy-six this weekend. I know that's but fantastic. Unfortunately, we're going to be going where the snow is probably yeah, going to be. Unfortunately, we're uh, heading out west over there. It's good. Good. Good part of the state. Though, ah, so. Boone's great. I mean, it's going to be a nice trip. Yep. Speaking of which, a lot of action going on. We had some home duels. We're on the road. Unfortunately, not back in Reynolds for a long time. But how was it to be back in uh, Reynolds Coliseum for these first couple of duels to start the season here? That was good. Um, you know, the, the fans showed up on, on a Sunday for, obviously, the West Virginia duel and then Gardner-Webb on a Thursday night. Um, you know, not our typical Friday or, or weekend duel and, and people still came out to support our guys. So that meant a lot. And uh, it was good. It was exciting. And as always, Reynolds is one of the best atmospheres in college wrestling. When uh, when you get it rowdy in there, it gets pretty loud. Guys get a little excited because you open the season with some tournaments away from Raleigh. But just getting that home crowd back, that had to amp some guys up. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it is. It's a good setting for college dual meet. And uh 
you know, I think as the schedule goes on, we get later in the season. I know we're going to get more and more people showing up uh, when we get in those Friday night duels, and it's going to be great energy packed in there and uh, excited as as we get to those uh, Friday night duels. Friday night duels on TV inside Reynolds going to be great. A lot of ranked teams coming in once we turn the new year. But before the new year, you guys have a couple road trips. Going to start Sunday at 3 o'clock, Appalachian State. Driving down the road over to Boone. You guys have faced App State now nine years in a row, I believe. Really good team. Really good in their conference. All-American last year. What makes it a good rivalry for you two? Well, I, you know, first of all, I think you, you, you hit it on the head there. They've always had a good, tough, solid team um, in and out of the rankings every year in top 20 to where they finish at NCAs. And they always have really good, hard-nosed kids. It's a great atmosphere up there. It's in-state. And, uh, you know, one thing you got to love about App State is they love their wrestling there. So it's good for us to go in there. It's a, it is a good environment. They, they pack in their gym and their guys are always up for, for the matches, knowing that it's NC State, you know, uh, in-state team. So as always, we got to be ready to go and guys got to be looking forward to a great atmosphere. I think a lot of their guys are uh, going for that doctorate here. I mean... These guys have been in the lineup forever. So very veteran team. Yep. You've seen a lot of these guys before. Your guys have wrestled against their same exact guys. How are the guys doing coming back, coming off some duels and getting ready for this road duel? It's good. You know, we got I think every guy that's gonna be wrestling in the lineup's got some matches under their belt. Um, so guys are ready, weights and check. It's just one of those gotta gotta get up for, gotta be excited to compete. And uh, you know, I think where we're at now from last year, not having fans in an arena, no one's taking that for granted when you get a chance to wrestle in front of people and it's loud and exciting and, and good energy. And, you know, it's another match for us to get good, hard, tough competition and get ready um, for the, the remainder of the season. We're going to break down that duel a little bit here, but also want to get your some thoughts on some other stuff going around. The red shirts. They've been traveling all over the country. There's been a lot of matches, a lot of open tournaments. How do you feel about your guys that aren't in the lineup yet redshirting in their first season here? Yeah, I'm really happy and pleased with the guys that we have. Um, they're a very hungry group. And it's I, I can tell because I can see where they're traveling to when they get these open tournaments. Like this weekend, guys are headed up to Cleveland State. I, I don't know why they're going up to Cleveland. Yeah. That, I know. That's well, a journey. Yeah, it is. It's Cleveland. Well, you got the fields are right there, so it works out pretty good. They could crash at their house if needed. Um, but no, you can tell what kind of group you have when week every weekend you're not begging kids to go to a tournament. And it's not like just two or three of them are going. You know, you look at the... The George Mason results, I was very pleased with what we were able to accomplish there. Uh, we had four champs and another guy finished in the finals. Two, two, two finalists. Yeah. Uh, Tyree and uh, Jacob Frere, um, who are wrestling higher level guys. You know, when, when these tournaments, usually when you get to the semis on, you're, you're either seeing a really good redshirt who you know is going to be in a starting lineup at a good school, or you're wrestling some guys that are going there to get some matches in that are ranked. And I think we hit that at 97 and at heavyweight. Um, I, I was really pleased with Tyree's development right now. We got a, we got a good problem, a heavyweight that we got to resolve. And uh, I'm sure you got that in your notes to, to, to go over. So I won't comment too much there. 
Uh, you're just going to end right there. Well, I don't know. You know, you get mad at me when I start going too much. I start talking too much. So, But uh, obviously the redshirts are going to, but like you said, there's a lot of other guys going attached. Um, I would say, you know, some of our backups, but they're going to these tournaments. They're coming back with titles. Yep. How does that affect your room then? Well, just, and we talked about it as a, as a program. We got a lot of really good depth right now. And uh, that that's what you want when you're, when you're looking to to grow as an individual, you want that to push you in the room, whether you're the guy starting for us or you're going to be the guy, you know, and, and let's face it. We know we got some guys right now that maybe they're not going to be the guy at the end of the year this year, but I, I can project some of these guys will be starting for us next year. Um, as guys move on or some guys shift weights, it's going to open the door and those guys are going to get the opportunity they want. They just got to be a little you know, not that you want to be patient, but you got to keep developing yourself. You got to stay motivated going to these tournaments. And and that's what these guys are doing. Um, we try to week to week throw in a guy in our lineup to reward them for all the hard work that they're doing. And, and you want them to get the glory to uh, wrestle in a dual meet when it's a good atmosphere. So we, we try to do that for every guy here and there within reason. And um, yeah, we come back and, and it's it's interesting to watch some of some guys you see in the room and you you wonder how good they are because you know they're wrestling some of the best guys in the country and you, you're not seeing a whole lot of offense or them putting some points up and then they go to the tournament like that and they open up and uh, blow through some of the competition so um it's it's rewarding for those guys and it's exciting to know we got several options at weights if ever needed Speaking of the room, you got a new toy down there. Yeah, we did. It looks beautiful. You want to share and tell our fans what's going on? We got two beautiful new mats. Um, You should have seen that project bringing those in because we only, they're full size mats that aren't cut. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you know, and that's a day where we didn't see in WB as as our coaching staff. uh, I think Hunter Lewis, Tyree, Renan, um, I'm probably leaving a couple guys out, were uh, helping unload, you know, however much those uh, mats weigh <laughs> off the, the U-Haul truck into the room. There was a, a, a major, major project there. So great, it looks great though. Great new addition to the mat room. Yep. Guys are excited. I know. Um, also NC state finals are going on right now. Yep. Your guys really hitting it in the classroom. How has the schoolwork been during this season? It's been good. You know, guys have been focused in on that and that's something we always remain a, a priority is the academics here. So that, you know, it's like anything else. If you're winning, if you're looking to win a national title, uh, academics, they go hand in hand and our guys have been doing a really good job with the support and resources and the way we train. Um, that's never going to be an issue. And, and the guys know that we hold them to a high standard academically. So grades will start trickling in here in the next, uh, next couple of days. And, yeah, I mean we've we've put it on the line. If we ever have two two guys that are neck and neck with each other that we got to pick, a lot of times we'll we'll look and see who has a better GPA, um, and uh, and that keeps some guys hungry and motivated. So we'll, we'll, that might be a factor in it. Could be a factor in at one of the weights or two that we're looking at. Um, if a kid's doing really well academically and another one's not, you know, we're going to give the the nod to the guy getting the job done in the classroom too. How some of the freshmen liked actually in-person classes? They didn't have that last year. Um, that was an interesting process. It was a struggle. Well, you know, the first month or two, a lot of these guys, you know, didn't have to go in, in person for a whole year. Um, it was a it was a very tough transition for some of them. 
Uh, same with our training, but I think you can see now that guys got their feet on the ground and are doing a great job, have adjusted, and uh, are now developing into some some really good results. Um, I love where we're at with these freshmen and their development on the mat and who they are coming to be as people and their academics right now. Everything's in check. Uh, meeting the standard and culture, what we're looking for here at NC State. Noticed a couple other teams at NC State using the culture hashtag. It's good. It's a catchy phrase. It is. Who started that one? I don't know. Who who said to start that, Brian? Not calling any teams out. Be on the lookout. <laughs> I see this stuff. Um, okay. Second semester, are you guys switching up your uh, training schedule like you usually do? Are you going in the mornings? Yep. What's it? So it's a, what, why do you guys go in the afternoon in the fall and in the morning in the spring semester? It just, I think it's a good uh, breath of fresh air to change things up. You know, uh, our season's long to begin with. Wrestling be- becomes monotonous with the training. Sometimes we, our staff does a really good job of trying to be unique, different with our guys. And I think switching it up to the morning, just like, you know, when we have to show up to the ACCs and NCAs, our, our timing starts early. So we want to get our guys up and adjusted, uh, acclimated to first thing in the morning. You know, they don't have to go right to a classroom. We come in, we get them fresh, wake them up. And then uh, the rest of the day is theirs to to do schoolwork and study. Um, and we see a lot of really good workouts first thing in the morning, uh, not too early because we all know, you know, it's hard to get on the mat, you know, before a certain time. But I think 9 a.m. is a good time for these guys to be here. They're awake. They've already gotten breakfast in and um, they're ready to roll. And we get good workouts with that. So it's exciting to have. And then a lot of times when we're traveling and stuff, you know, we can we can get our workouts in before we hit the road too. You're gonna have to come in before lunch. Yep, that's a no problem, okay. Brian. Cool. You're gonna that's have gonna to be a workout. change for you. Yeah, we'll see you on that stepper <laughs> one day. Ah, great weekend of action coming up Sunday at Appalachian State, three o'clock. It will be streamed on Rockfin, and of course, fans can sign up through Rockfin through the Wolfpack Wrestling Club channel and find the great duel there. But you know this. Great matchup uh, app right now. Actually, their first duel, they had a bunch of open tournaments to start the year. So kind of interesting the lineup they'll roll out too. But starting down at 125, already a ranked matchup. These two met last year, uh, Camacho with a decision. But Camacho's up to number five, all bonus point victories. He's really scoring right now. But Kaleeb Smith from App State, really solid. Only one loss this year to number four, four Courtney of Arizona State. So... Like I said, if we start down at the bottom at 125, this is going to be a great matchup. Yeah, both guys are uh, really good at wrestling, obviously being ranked. And uh, you see a lot of speed between the two of them. So I, I don't recall last year's uh, match getting a couple takedowns and, and an escape. So nothing changes for Camacho. You know, his development's been great. He's just got to stick to his game plan, staying offensive, um, being smart in certain positions and going out and, and just doing what he does. So, yeah, that's going to be one of the, the more exciting matches as I think both guys go after and put some offensive points up. So that's always fun to watch. Moving up, weight class 33, uh, App State has number 24, Cody Russell. You're very familiar with him. He was in your room before he transferred over to App State. You've kind of been going back and forth with your 33s this year, giving each a chance. Who do you think will see action? What do you expect at 33? Yeah, another good, you know, you got a guy that's been in college wrestling for six years or five or six years. Um, so you know you're going to get good experience there, and and he's put up really good results in his career over there. And... Uh, 
we're going to roll a Trombley for this one, give him a, a good shot, good opportunity. And uh, I think, you know, it's one of those matches we got to get to our offense, get on top, go to work, and, and just wrestle a good hard pace, which, you know, I think last year in the duel meet, Camacho wrestled down at 25. He was down at 25. So it's, you know, those guys know, I'm sure Trombley remembers, you know, the putting the offense up and, and putting points on the board is, is going to be critical. And uh, you're, you're going to get another good quality opponent right there. And it's a match you got to be ready for and know you're going to get a hard fought seven minute battle between the two of them. 33, you have Trombley and of course, Kyle Rini competition. How have they been working together, just competing? They both want to be a starter. Yep. How does that work for those two? Yeah, it's uh, it's a good problem to have. Um, we keep both guys in and out of the lineup right now because I want both guys to stay motivated and uh, want to get a good opportunity. I think the scuffle is going to say a lot for us if we can put everyone that we want in the weights. Um, you know, once we get through this duel and, and the Florida duels, we'll be able to to send guys down to the scuffle and hopefully start zoning in on who do we want to wrestle the second half of the season. So those guys are both continuing to develop. Um, you know, a lot of times you see when when someone doesn't get the chance to start right away, it, it keeps them motivated and hungry. And I think that's what we see out of Trombley right now is him being aggressive and, and not content being where he's at. And uh, I wouldn't count either one of them out right now. They both look great and both are really good and are both a uh, big factor in our program right now. Kind of jumping around here, but I want to hit Ed Scott. He was at 49 last year, up at 57, 11-1 on the year. 10 of those wins for bonus points. Ed has just turned it on, either pins or scoring. Uh, what do you go for? 41 points in the first two duels. Yep. How excited are you? Ed's just exploding right now. Yeah, he's uh, probably improved as one of the most wrestlers on our team right now. And that's just because being a true freshman in the lineup last year, getting thrown in there premature because of the situation we were thrown uh, with that year not counting and, I think it was some of the best stuff that we could have had happen to him. He's grown tremendously as an athlete and as a person. Um, and uh, the way that he wrestles is always going to be fun and exciting because he's wrestles extremely hard pace and goes after it and attacks from every position and can hit some big moves. So everything that we recruited him to be, he is becoming. And I think he's going to be extremely dangerous this year and, and really big, important matches for us. Going up to 165. Uh, we didn't see Buller last duel, but we're expecting Buller back for this one. And of course, someone very familiar. He's with uh, number 26, Will Formato. They're meeting for the fifth time. They split a couple matches last year. Uh, Bullard fell in duel, but then won at the NCAAs. Every match they have, very close. Obviously, two veteran guys. I'm sure you're going to keep an eye on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And it, like you said, they've wrestled five times, so I don't think there's much that needs to be said about what Bowler needs to do. He's just got to show up, wrestle hard, and you know, continue to do what he's good at. Be smart. Um, the good news is, is we're, you know, from from last year's duel to this year's duel, he's he's healthy and is able to train. Where uh, you know sometimes that could affect your performance, and we're going to get a you know another really hard-fought match there, and I know that's one they probably have circled where they, they believe they can win, and that's what makes great wrestling is putting two guys out there that both believe in themselves, and I'm excited to see that one and, and see where we've improved and uh, let things play out. 
174. I'm glad there's no age limit in college wrestling because this is um, what each guy's about 28, 29 here. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're doctorates. What are you talking about? Shout out Hayden Hydley. Uh, we didn't see Hayden last time. You expect him back. And if he's in there, Thomas Flitz, you guys have seen this Flitz guy every year since he's been here. So that's yeah. going to be a tough matchup at 74. Yeah, another good, really quality opponent. Uh, I like the matchup. You know, I think Hayden Styles. You know, great for college wrestling, obviously, and being up at 74, this would be a good test, um, you know, to see where where we're at and uh, attacking, putting points on the board and another good atmosphere there. Uh, I think we split with them last year with Daniel taking the loss at the duel and then Faison got a win the next day. So um, I just, as solid and as sound as Hayden is, it should be one that he... You know, feels comfortable to be able to put some points up and and just wrestle a hard, hard pace. Um, and where he's at at seventy four, I think you're going to see that that's going to be a big factor in in his success this year. Is you know he's not sitting there running all morning making weight or you know staying after practice, focusing on conditioning with getting his weight down. Now it's getting better at wrestling, and uh, it's exciting to see his development and and where he's going to be at this uh, this season at this weight. I think Hayden had a piece of turkey for Thanksgiving. He's eating more than turkey, I can tell you that. <laughs> He's enjoying life. No, it's good hey, for him. Hey, you mentioned Faison. Is there an angry or wrestler out there? I mean, you look at Faison out there. He goes after it. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's impressive. It's fun to watch him wrestle. He's had some good results. and Great results. So he far. looks a little mean out on the mat, but yeah. off the mat, he's really nice. Well, it depends on the day. Sometimes he's mad at me. Um, that's you. That's me. Um, no, he's he's done a tremendous job, and it is. It goes back to his work ethic in the room, and then you know he doesn't shy away from the best guys, and that's what I love about him. Is he's in there, he'll be going with you know Hayden, Trent, Tommy, the Bowler. I mean that that's how you develop as a wrestler. You wrestle the best guys every day, and it shows when he's out there competing. Same with Cates. You know these guys. We're here, local in-state guys um, come here and start training with some of the better guys in the country, and you see them blossom, and that's what those guys are doing right now, and won't count any of those guys out um, as far as the future goes for our program with, uh, you know, as guys move on or move weight classes, I think you're going to see both Cates and Faison be a factor in uh, in our team here next year. Two local North Carolina products, and I think Cates is a great guy to mention, he was supposed to go against Gardner Webb. Their guy didn't make weight, but what a recovery from Cates! The very next day or two days later, yep. he went up to that tournament, performed yep. very well up there. What kind of mindset? And well, it goes back to the pancakes I made him eat that morning. He's still salty at me. So, um, no, he's done a, a, a tremendous job, uh, and I think it's the development. And you look at where he was, you know, a year or two ago to where he's at now. He's he's really zoned in on some technical things. But he's got all the qualities you need to be a very successful college wrestler. And just getting that experience now, and, and it, it doesn't hurt the people he's training with. And I see him in there putting extra time in, you know, every week, little by little. And that's why he's making really good ground right now. But uh, I'm excited to see how things play out for him and, and both Faison with the development that they're doing and their commitment to the sport right now. Two fans from Buffalo, always curious about uh, heavyweight. Yep. Lots of heavyweight questions there. Yeah, we, we should. You, you kind of got three guys there. You know, Owen started the first duel, Deontay the second duel, but Tyree, he's come on too and done some uh, great work at some tournaments. Where do we stand at heavyweight right now? Yeah, and it, it's the same thing I tell all these guys. When, when we have a couple guys at a weight, 
it makes it easier if you're a guy that can go out and be nationally ranked guys. Um, and uh, starting to see that from Tyree. He had a good win, you know, last weekend and then was in the finals against the kid that was a seven seed at NCAAs. Had that match dead in the water. Um, gave up a late takedown. I think there was, you know, under 15 seconds left in the match. And those are uh, mental errors that we can't be making, you know, if we want to be the guy this year. Um, those are things. It's hard to pull a guy out of the lineup when you become someone who's beaten, you know, the top guys. So I think that's one we got to get through Florida. Um, I, we're going to use heavyweight right now with style matchups, and that's the luxury of having three guys because I think we have three different styles. Um, so you're going to see all three of them all year. And we're going to probably take them all down to the scuffle and let them see who's going to be the guy. Um, but as luxury, as, as far as duels go, we're going to mix and match what we think is going to be a good matchup all year. And and again, you got you got three different styles that, that are going to work against different competition out there. So we got a good problem and we're going to get it ironed out. Great. No answer to that one. I love that one. Well, yeah. Okay, folks, there is no answer. Tune in Sunday and see who starts at heavyweight. We don't know yet. But, Pat, taking the little drive down to Boone, what movies you got? Duels. It's duel season, Brian. We don't watch movies during college wrestling. We watch wrestling and more wrestling. Okay. What about you? Do you, you make the trip or what? I am actually got. I, 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 Ian asked me if uh, you were allowed to get per diem if you drove on your own. So I, I assume you're not coming with us on the bus. Pat, actually, me and my wife are going together. Oh, perfect. You need that. She make is, sure you take she care is, of her. She is, not coming, she is not coming to the duel, but. Your $34 will, per diem will get you to a we will beautiful both be dinner. Be, I'm looking forward to it. She's never seen a wrestling match and that streak will continue, but she no, still wants to she's go. She's not coming to the duel? No, she's not coming to the duel. Awesome. Perfect. She wants to be on the podcast. Too, I was going to actually, well, we was going to say, let's get her some gear to, for the duel. But since she's not going, we're not going to get her gear. She also wants to be on the podcast, but she's never listened to the podcast. So <laughs> it's probably healthier <laughs> that way. Then you don't get <laughs> nagged about anything that, that's Pat, going on. Thanks for catching us up again. NC State at Appalachian State. Sunday, 3 p.m. on Rockfin. You can sign up through Rockfin on the Wolfpack Wrestling Club channel. Pat, thanks for catching us up. Looking forward to some great action this weekend. Yeah, should be a great duel, great atmosphere with uh, two really good teams. I want to thank everybody for listening today. This is your Pack Mentality Poppins podcast covering all things NC State Wrestling. Until next time, Wolfpack Wrestling fans, go Pack! Podcast is produced by the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, go to matttalkonline.com.